Welcome back to another edition of the No Further Comments podcast, a.k.a. the NFC. I'm your co-host, Alex Meacham. And to my left, to the left. is a very talented, no pen, no nope. Snapchat, nope. no Venmo, nope. but he still is a local fashion icon. He is Glenn Riley. What it do? We had to pick up the pace there on that uh, intro. I picked out the song today. Yeah, we, we know. Did you notice it? I know it's different. I don't, I don't recognize the tune. This is Cameron. Okay. Featuring Joel Santana okay. and Jay-Z. Welcome to New York. Really? Produced by Just Blaze. Okay. A Just Blaze story I found out about this week, by the way. Okay. Um, he apparently had a RalphLauren.com discount a few years ago that was like a secret code for 65% off. And, um, and you don't? No, no. And, it, and apparently... Um, the term was that he flourished. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell people, if anybody locally should have that same discount, it should be Glenn Riley. In theory, man, I'm, I'm going to have to, to break it out. Keep saying I'm going to go to my cat's house and we're going to have a, 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 a overlow photo shoot where we just drape on the low, a 90 style. Let me know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Front and center is the super producer and soon to be – in a 300-pound bench press club, Mario <laughs> Doremus. What's going on? Doing well. Uh, Mario came to boxing class okay. this uh, Saturday. And knocked you out. No, no. Mario wouldn't do that. Would you do that, Mario? No, nah, I want to. I want I to hit Meech. Okay. We can inspire. We he, he's been boxing longer than me, too. So Okay. But can he, can he, can he get that 300 like you, though? Of course I can. Yeah. So, so, so tell us quickly, Mario, where are you right now? In your bench press, what weight? And and you have two weeks to get to three hundred. Is this correct? That's correct. Two seventy five is where I'm at. Is it is two seventy five easy, or are you still struggling with two seventy five? It's not a struggle, but it's not easy. It's just like I can get it, okay. but some the form has just got to get better. But that's why I'm giving myself two weeks. How long did it take you to get from two fifty to two seventy five? Actually, I, I I didn't even do two. I went from two forty five to two seventy five. Well, I mean that that's that's how long did it take you to do that? Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. I don't know, man. It's it's it, not it's not a direct a direct incline. As you get higher, it starts to 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 weigh it off. My bet is he's not gonna be able to do it. Yeah, and 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 Mario, our friend Jamal Lucas, who was in town from Portland this weekend, told you the same thing that I told you. Like, I don't think you realize how much three hundred. And actually, you said three hundred five. Mm, yeah, I said three hundred, but you you've actually on record said you're going to get to three hundred five. I'm going to three hundred five. Yeah. Matter of fact, I was in Lifetime Fitness in Mason, okay. and one of the guys that works there even told me that Mario told him he's going to get to three hundred five. Mario talks a lot about how much he's benching. Talks very little about the uh, gift card he owes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 somehow that, that that escapes many of his conversations. You, you know what? I, I might give it to you next week if you don't have on a, a New York Giants T-shirt. Oh, okay, well we we can only hope because <laughs> I I can't I can't lose a bet and pay you while you're wearing the team that I I cannot. I'm gonna have to bring stand. out the, the Ohio State jacket j- just for the occasion. Oh man, you, you've been talking about that. Have you, I've not seen it in person. You have? I thought no. I wore it one day. No, never no, I seen. Did. It. I did. Mario seen the jacket in person. I seen a jacket. Yeah, I, brought, I, wore, I saw. It? I wore one of the podcasts. Yeah, 
I don't remember it. The jacket comes out when the jacket is new. And it's not a bad looking jacket. Oh, it's, a, it's an amazing jacket. The jacket. But go to UniWatch. What, what it represents, I, I can't. What, excellence? No. Defeat? No. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they they, they, they can't be defeated. Yeah. Oh, they have man. been. It's, yeah. It, it, not, not in the, the graduating class of the last um, um, Wolverines. We've gone four years. I mean, it's been a lot of graduating classes in, in the past um, decade that, that have never known victory over the Buckeyes. You got to go back to like like 99 before you ha- had a class that actually won a plurality of games against, against the, the mighty Ohio State Buckeyes. And that's the truth. I, I, cannot, I can't argue that. Yeah. But and I, that's the majority of your fandom, right? But it, it doesn't mean that I, I have to – Tolerate what they stand for. You're, you're, I'm not asking you to bend the knee, but but it's coming. No. That'll <laughs> well, never happen. All right. To my right is one of our interns, Nick Niehaus, who on the way here told me a great story, which he doesn't want me to repeat. But, Nick, <laughs> a story that happened. Wait, I do it on live. Wait, what's, on what's, Nick, what's your last name? Niehaus. His last name's Niehaus. But we call him Three House because he, he owns three homes. Yes, or Three House. <laughs> or, or make sure you speak the mic. Or Nubhouse apparently is his other nickname that he didn't want me. Oh, you want me to divulge that? No, nah, yeah, you, uh, you good. Um, yeah, I, I'm a man of many names. Speaking, speaking to the mic. Yeah, you don't, don't be, it. don't be afraid. Yes, you got it on. Yeah. Okay, we're good. So you're you're a man of many names. Yeah, okay. It, it is. Is the is the uh, Mario? Is his mic on? I can't his hear. His mic him. is on. It's, okay, so the people will be able to hear him. Yeah, his, his mic is on. Okay, I'm not hearing it in my ears. Yeah, but okay. Well, front and center, also like Mario, is Palmer Bowman, and Palmer actually is fresh from a movie set. Yeah, I don't know. Tell us about that real quick. I went to Boston. I visited um, a big budget comedy who's. I'll keep it nameless for the moment because it's still in production. Okay. But it was a lot of fun. It was such a really cool experience. And your role was? I was guest, basically fly on the wall. Uh, I asked people like information on stuff, but for the most part, I just stayed out of the way and just watched the magic happen. Okay. Good experience for you. Ooh. Yeah. All right. And then to my left is <laughs> one of the funnier interns that we have. Will we we call Will the local boy? That's his nickname, and then he's also That's known. Right. He's also known for sneaking in to the ATP, the Western Southern and Life oh, uh, tennis n- tournament. Enough respect. When he doesn't have a ticket, he sneaks in. Is, this, is this correct, Will? Yeah, stuff's overpriced. No, we we <laughs> got we got a, we it. got document. We're, it's coming up, right? Oh, it's it's, it's going it's, on. Oh, it's going on. Okay, yeah. Has has he gotten in this year? Oh yeah. Well, not this year yet. Okay. I've gone twice, but. Tickets for five bucks each day. Okay, it's a lot of grounds passed, but I couldn't go into center court, so I had to sneak into center court. So, so tell us how do you how do you do that? How do you sneak in? So Glenn like walk can, Glenn like you can own the place. Okay, Glenn does that very well. What's that? Walk in like you own the place. <laughs> yes, I, I don't. <laughs> that's how you get in. Well, all he said, if if you dress in a suit, oh, yeah. it's amazing the place that you could probably like. I could probably just walk in a Foot Locker and just be like, yeah, I'm the new district manager. Here's the, <laughs> like, what? Here's the deal. If you put on a suit, you you get like a, a some sort of badge and a walkie-talkie. Oh wow! You you can get in anywhere. Yeah. And if you just keep moving, you look like you got somewhere to go, and just yeah. keep moving. Yeah. That's what 
it's all volunteers working the things. So if I just carry something in my hand and look like I'm going on, on a mission, they just get right through them. Yeah, there's a way that you can look that people feel like I would be disturbing this gentleman, right? <laughs> if, if I if I stopped him, <laughs> better. Know. And and and, it, and some people that work like at a at a front desk don't want to be rude, yeah. and stop somebody if they could be technically the boss. Yeah, if someone looks official, yeah, cause right. It's like like yeah, the doorman's not got to stop the owner of the place. So if yeah. you just you know that good, I mean, granted, you might have to get your suit tailored. I mean, it's not like there's right. You just <laughs> you can't. Can't be um, straight out out of Walmart and right. just, just just get them, but yeah. All right, Glenn. So here's what we're going to do today. We're going to switch it up just a little bit. We're no, going to okay. take a little bit of the past and a little bit of uh, of what we've been doing currently. And instead of our strict stat game, what we'd like to do today, and I think this was presented by Will or intern Will, and that is the local boy. The local boy. I came up with it. With the the local boy came up with this. And I would also like um, Mario to uh, chime in and be a part of this Uh-oh. as well. I was going downhill now. We're gonna we're gonna we're, <laughs> we're gonna break down we're gonna break down three sports, and that's baseball, football, and basketball. And we're gonna look at the best players who wore the jersey number thirty four. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to look at baseball. I've got the names of the players. Uh-huh. If there's any that. We, that I didn't, you know, call out or name. Feel free to throw them out. Then once we figure out the best in that sport, we're gonna then have those three sports compete and see who's the best player overall. Overall, okay. That's worn the number thirty-four, and I think this is a good number. Yeah. If you really think about the sports, this is a pretty good number. You guys, ready? Sure. Okay. And and feel free. I know Palmer's really going to want to chime in because there's some guys that he's very passionate about as he's a passionate fan. Big poppy. Yeah. So we'll start off with baseball. And we just said that Dave Ortiz. Okay. Okay. That's that's the first one. Uh-huh. Nolan Ryan. Okay. And I got to throw this guy in there. Raleigh Fingers. Okay. Is there anybody that you would like to add to that? Add to that. Mm. Or is that a pretty good list? I think that is the list. I'm trying to think, was there anybody who could join that? Um, Fernando Valenzuela was 34, right? I believe he was. Dave Stewart. It's mainly been pitchers, but I mean, I think you you, you got to oh, go. Oh, the old uh, A's, Dave Stewart? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about him. Um, trying to think any any prolific hitters, but I think that 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 that's that's the list. Okay, so so we'll just say basically Raleigh Fingers has the best mustache easily. So, so we'll we'll leave that there between Nolan Ryan and Dave Ortiz. Who is the better thirty four of the two? Now I'm gonna let Palmer. I'm gonna let you go first because I know I know where you stand, and I want you to give your your pitch. If we're talking what I did there. moments, okay. David Ortiz gave the Boston Red Sox their first championship in 86 years. Okay. 86 years. And then what does he do? He gets two more. Okay. Something that had not been done for 86 years. He led a team to three. He is a 10-time All-Star. In his last career year, he had 38 home runs. And... He was 41 years old. That those are just same age I am right now. This man, this man has caused me so much happiness as a child. <laughs> Jesus, I cannot even. Get you a, even, get you a uh, 
I'm, I'm a bit biased, Girl. but I'm okay. wearing my Get Boston Red Sox socks right now. <laughs> yeah, he's got I a Boston, Boston Red Sox socks. Yeah, right oh, now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and they're on my feet, and I'm repping them with pride. Now, when you were in Boston yeah. recently, just what was it last week? Yes. Did you you went to a Red Sox game? Yes, I was. I could have gone to two, but the first one got rained out, and that was a bummer. But I did get to go to one on that Saturday, and I saw Andrew Benintendi, yeah. hometown kid, local boy. And a, a local boy. What? Another local boy. Him? A local he played, boy. He plays <laughs> the Red Sox? Yeah. I don't no, understand. Um, heard the local boy. And he, he, and he snuck hit, in. <laughs> he <laughs> snuck <laughs> in and started playing left field. Um, and he hit a home run, and that was awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah it that, was a great is, week. That is pretty cool. Mario, do you have a vote here? Nolan Ryan or Big Poppy? I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm going to say David Ortiz. Okay. All right. So, so seven no-hitters mean nothing to you. <laughs> well, if we're going to talk more stats. Uh, well, 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 there's always the, the, the issue that Nolan Ryan is effectively overrated because his win percentage and ERA weren't really much beyond average. As far as a pure strikeout pitcher, he ranks with anybody in history. And when you combine that with longevity, the main thing with Nolan Ryan is – when Nolan Ryan was on, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. But average Nolan Ryan compared to average David Ortiz, I think David Ortiz is better. Now, you can make the case that David Ortiz was primarily a DH, so that in historic terms kind of weighs less as a position player. But obviously he would have been a first baseman, and he would have been a below-average fielding first baseman. But what's fielding when you're a first baseman? It's catching the ball. Like you know, mm-hmm. It's not like right. we're depending on you to – you to you know get balls that were intended for the second baseman. So right. I think overall, I, I would go with Ortiz. It would be interesting to see what the the stat heads say currently. Come not up on what the the most recent round of of analytics says about the, like recently retired players. But I think Ortiz ranks probably in, higher than um, Nolan Ryan does. Well, let's move forward. Yep. Ortiz will be the number thirty four from baseball. Cool. Are you happy, Palmer? So happy. Uh, although Nick tends to disagree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he, he he corralled him by the by the by the neck and then and then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll we'll move. And he loves poppy. signing that picture, by the way. <laughs> I would I would too. Let's move along to football. I think we have some good ones here. I know who I am partial to. Uh. Thurman Thomas. Love me some Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas, um, a, a strong, strong Tecmo Bowl player in in, in, um, in Tecmo Super Bowl. S- still a, a top two all-time video game. Wow. Earl Campbell. Uh, the Tyler Rose. Um, shortened career because his running style was, was, was unnecessarily aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Walter Payton. Uh, arguably the most complete running back ever. Sweetness. And Bo Jackson. Vincent Bo Jackson from, from Bessemer, Alabama. There we go. A small town that has two Heisman Trophy winners. All right. I'm going to start with you, Glenn. Of all these, of, of, of the four that I named, uh-huh. who do you select 
Uh, well, see, here's the thing. It easily should be Walter Payton because he's probably a top five all-time NFL player. Okay. But check this out. When we go to the next round, Bo Jackson plays baseball. It's true. You see what I'm saying? So that, that adds some That's, salt in the game. That is true. what if you're, you know, you can always project. And by the way, speaking of Tecmo Bo, you know what I'm saying? Bo, <laughs> Bo Jackson, uh, better than Thurman Thomas. But um, yeah. uh, but it means to to be true to the the rules of of, of the competition. I'm, I'm still gonna go with Peyton. I will too. I will join you in that. Mario, any thoughts? He's thinking of an eagle that wore 34. <laughs> yeah, he is. I strongly want to say Earl Campbell so bad because I loved his running style. Okay. And I thought that during the time that he played, he was hands down probably the second best running back in the game but who was first during that, that period but mario who was first during that period because he said he was second yeah because he was what 60s 70s no no he was late 70s early 80s oh then i'm gonna have to go with uh see who was oh go they, they got it i'm about to say walter payton yeah that, that that would be the okay so you're with with payton now will being that you're the youngest in the room, are you familiar with any of the names that we just named? I'm familiar with all the names you just named. I like that. There you go. I couldn't give you details about all of them, but I know them all. I like that. I like that. You've got to go at some point to um, YouTube where they have the all-time top 100 uh-huh. NFL, and like the, all the profile clips are up there. It, it's, it's really interesting. you got maybe a five-minute overview of all these players. And uh-huh. It's one, one of the better things. And what's it on? It's just on YouTube, but okay. like maybe four years ago, they had the all-time top 100, uh-huh. and they, they break down like you know they go from 100 to one. Jerry Rice ended up the best player. Oh, Walter, really? Walter Payton, I think, was I believe he was fourth. Um, Montana third or no? Maybe Payton was Payton was fifth. Montana fourth. Um, Lawrence Taylor third. Jim Brown second, and Jerry Rice first. There, there, there's some old school heads that will fight you and say Jim Brown for sure. Yeah, but I mean, yo, know, Jim Brown to me is is the best player ever. Mm-hmm. I, I put I put Jim Brown even Ahead though of Jerry J- Rice. Yeah, Jerry Rice statistically <clears throat> is, is is probably the greatest player. If if you don't want to bring up um, Don Hudson, what Don Hudson was doing in the in the forties was just incredible. But Don, it was the, but it was the forties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like like it was like one team was passing and he was catching all of them. Yeah, my my dad will agree with you. He'll be Jim Brown all day. Yeah, basketball. I think we got some interesting ones here with basketball. Paul Pierce it's and rude. and and Palmer spot. Paul Palmer is a Boston guy. He's, Everything Boston. He's Bill Simmons. He's the young Bill, Bill Simmons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Thank we got you. we have Paul Pierce, Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. All right? Okay. So, um, Palmer, we'll go ahead and start with you because I know what you're going to say, but I want to hear your case for Paul Pierce. My vote is Paul Pierce. We know. Objectively, <laughs> objectively is he the best basketball player to wear at 34? No. Probably not. I would pro- buy it, but I will not say any of these people are better than him. I will say that Shaquille O'Neal gave him the nickname The Truth. Okay, How, how'd that come about? He uh, dropped 40 on the Lakers. Okay. And after the game, Shaquille O'Neal found a reporter, and he said, that kid Paul Pierce is the mother 
effing truth. And then it stuck. I wish his yeah. name would have been the, the mother effing truth. <laughs> that that would have been way, way better. Way better. It's tough for printing. Yeah. Now, 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 <laughs> now, didn't Shaq go to the Celtics and switch his number just because of Paul Pierce? Or is that... Well, did he wear thirty six? Right, he, Shaq wore thirty six. Shaq with the Celtics. changed his number a yeah, bunch. Shaq, of right, he went yeah. thirty two. But he yeah. was thirty six for the Celtics. Okay, and Paul Pierce was still on the team then. So. Okay, yeah. Okay, all right. So your vote, obviously, Paul Pierce, Mario. Well, I hate Paul Pierce. It's actually, <laughs> not, like it's, it's, it's no no joke. No, like no joke at all. Like I literally despise Paul Pierce. Wow. You you the one well, set him up in that robbery, weren't you? No, but like <laughs> didn't he get stabbed with the nat- yeah, he, he yeah. Got, he got stabbed with the almighty RSO <laughs> now and Benzino. That was you. You were hanging out with Benzino for, from Love and Hip Hop. Now I'm not sad that he got stabbed. I can tell you that much. Oh, that's, that's harsh, man. Yeah. Man, uh, man, you, Lord, what, you, wait, man, what did Paul Pierce do to you? Man, I didn't even know. Like, were you in Virginia yesterday? <laughs> Jeez, I'm not sad he got stabbed. <laughs> But can, can you just, just the views create... of the podcast did not reflect that of Mario? <laughs> <laughs> hey Mario, just just briefly, why don't you like Paul Pierce? It was like what 2000, 2002. Okay, and the Pacers played the Celtics in the playoffs. Okay, the Pacers had one last chance for Reggie Miller to get a ring. Okay, they lost to the Celtics in the playoffs. Reggie Miller wasn't getting no ring. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Wow, that, so that, that's and who you ride. You ride for Reggie Miller's title hopes. No, I was a big, I was a big time Reggie Miller fan. Oh man, Reggie okay. Miller was about what a boy irritating play. Reggie Miller is still irritating as a commentator. I love Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller wasn't even better. Reggie than Miller his is probably the the one player with a ring who or who who didn't didn't get a ring that deserved one. I mean, what does that say? There's 50 players with but rings that deserve one. To go to my point. The best player to wear number 34. Okay. Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Uh. So your vote is Shaq. Yeah. Okay. We've got Shaq. All right. So, Nick. Uh, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably say Shaq. Okay. So, Nick. Big, you big Shaq guy, Nick? Yeah, no, I, I like Shaq. Okay. Glenn. Oh. Uh. let you come in with the final word. Well, first of all, I want to say Paul Pierce has one of the stranger signature shoe lines ever. It, was it even available? It was available sometimes. And when it was available, it was only available to children. And, and the thing about it is it wasn't a bad shoe at times. There was one shoe that Paul Pierce had that I think is the best Nike basketball shoe of the 2000s. Okay. It, it was so dope. And it was, I think it was I remember only, you're talking it was about. only available for children. <clears throat> yep. I think I remember when you're talking about. Yeah. It, it's cra- I mean, if, if that had been a Jordan, it would have been, you could have easily d- just removed it and it would have been probably the best Jordan of the past 15 uh-huh. years. But I don't, I don't get it. Yes, it was. Paul, Paul, Paul Pierce, was, like, like ODB, was, was strictly for the kids. <laughs> um, Shaq and. Hakeem is an interesting thing because yeah. yeah, peak Shaq is better than peak Hakeem because okay. the one year that Shaq won the MVP, which was damn near the only time he was in shape, <laughs> right? He was just just dominant. Yep. But overall, I go with with Hakeem. Hakeem has um, 
did Hakeem win two MVPs? I think and he, he was the MVP of the finals twice. I don't know. Is that that that's really close? Who who do you? I think I think he's a better all time player than Shaq due to just longevity. Okay, Mario, you just want to chime in? But Shaq was the MVP of the finals three times, right? But how many times were you league MVP? Just once. Once, but he also led the league in scoring that year, correct? And rebounds, correct? Yeah, well, I mean, how many? I, and I he have, shot below 50% from the free throw line, correct? Who? Shaq. The year that he won I'm, MVP. I'm sure he probably did. And led did. the league in scoring. But I'm saying, yeah, okay. but but that's not a that, that's not a, a asset because he was a liability in the end of games. I would say that that um, Hakeem was a better rebounder throughout his career. And he was a consistent free throw shooter, which meant he you could always play him at times. And you could make a case he never had a supporting cast equal to, you know, Kobe Bryant and friends. Shaq mm-hmm. had like three post moves. Hakeem had way more. And his you're, you're, this is an argument for Hakeem then. No, it's I'm telling you, if if he led the league with three post moves, the the guy literally Cause if he, he cause averaged because he's the biggest human ever. Right. If he averaged like what, 75 or 77% from the free throw line that year, he would average like 43 points a but game. But he couldn't average that. That's the problem. And he never rectified the situation. He knows he can't shoot free but throws. But he was still the he best player. In underhand. Yeah, what one year. Dude, he was the best player He was the in best the league. player for one year. No, for like four or five years. Uh, I wouldn't say that. What? I, I think you can make a case that, that, that Tim Duncan was always in the discussion for best player. He was. He, he was, was in the discussion, but he wasn't the best player. I think he, he was. He was not. I do think Shaquille think O'Neal is probably Shaquille the, O'Neal the second the most dominant player in NBA history behind Michael Jordan. Uh, I don't think you can say that either. I, I think Will Chamberlain and 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 um, Bill Russell would have something to say about that. All right, Bill Russell had a more complete team for one. Bill for, Russell won, won and, titles in college, so so I, I'm willing he to played, say that he, he wherever, played on more complete teams. Will Chamberlain. Yeah, his his numbers were really good, but he got one ring. Yeah, he got got two rings. But, but oh yeah, that's right. He did get one with it for but Philly. But I'm saying, but 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 Shaquille, obviously Shaquille O'Neal was a dominant player. But but we're we're measuring his dominance in a in a finite period of time. He played his after he left um, L. A. He was not the same player in Miami, and then we have maybe six years where he was just kind of doing whatever. Hakeem, you may only have maybe two years where he was just kind of doing whatever. And from 85 to, like, 97, he's a dominant player in the league. And I think he wins two MVPs. I mean, it's it's close. I'm not going to act like it's not close. But I think when when you line it all up, Shaquille is probably a top, I don't know, 10 player and and. So let me ask you a question. If yeah. all right, if if they played against the Bulls in the early nineties, Mike never retired. Uh huh. Or even if the year Mike came back, right? Yeah. And they they got to the finals. Mike did come back. No, that's what I'm saying. The year that he came back and they went to the playoffs, they yeah. were in the playoffs, and they had they got to the finals. Do you think that Rockets team would have beat that Bulls team? Mm, well, that was always the deal. Like, what would a, a that Bulls magic team that do? Magic team did beat that Bulls team? Yeah, but guess who beat that 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 Magic team? The Houston Rockets. Yeah. Yeah. Well there you go. Who who took Shaquille to school that 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 series? 
Hakeem Olajuwon. And <laughs> and who once punched out a teammate because they refused to give him his change? Hakeem Olajuwon. All right, so do you think Hakeem would have did that to Shaq in his prime? Uh, we'll never know. No. We'll never know. He won't have. I think he would have. I think he would have gave He him took that advantage work. of a young Shaq. I give him that. But I mean, old Shaq, I don't think still couldn't guard. The, I mean, who who could guard the dream fakes? I mean, I I had a hell of an argument a few few months ago about Tim Duncan being better than uh, than Hakeem and, and guys were, were fighting back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's let's break this down. So Mario, you're going to say Shaq. Your I vote think Shaq, Shaq wins. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Nick said Shaq. Uh, Will, I'll go with Shaq. You go with Shaq. Palmer, obviously have Paul Pierce, but let's 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 make it between Shaq and Hakeem. But that makes four. Shaq but, has already but, won. But see, I'm still voting Paul Pierce. But here here here's the tiebreaker though. Shaq was only 34 for part of his career. See, yeah. see, so that should that should be taken into account too. Well, I think we it know only be while he was 34. Yeah. So what did he do while he was like six years of 34 in him? As opposed to fifteen years of thirty four of them for you see what I'm saying. But he way, got three Barkley, rings in those six Barkley years. Get, get, getting no love. Barkley's getting no love. No. Yeah, but it mean everyone can get rings with the Lakers. Yeah, that's like what people do. Well, let's say Shaq. Okay. Okay. Fine. We'll, <laughs> we'll say Shaq. So let's break it down. Let's look for the top athlete that wore number thirty four: Big Poppy Ortiz, Walter Payton. Or Shaquille O'Neal. All right, let's get the votes in. Mario, you can select one. I will go ahead and say Big Poppy because he was consistent Ooh. longer, and I think that he, he means more to Boston than either of those other players mean to those teams. That's a bold statement. Okay. <clears throat> Palmer. David Ortiz, Big Poppy, my personal favorite athlete of all time. Um, is who I vote for, and to add more stats that I have. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we he gave the greatest hitting enough. performance in the World Series of all time. He's he had he batted six eighty or uh, yeah six eighty eight. Well, Palmer, <laughs> eleven for, for sixteen in hits and eight walks, two home <laughs> runs. Thank you for the stats. All right, Nick. Yeah. Wow, big poppy. Three for three so far. Will, local boy, who do you select? Big Poppy Ortiz. And Will, you had to step out. You had a bloody nose. You okay? Yeah, I'm all good now. Okay, you get random bloody noses? He didn't get a dream. It's changed. <laughs> dream punched him. You okay? Yeah, I'm good now. Okay. It was, who were the three? I was out. I know. Big Poppy Ortiz, uh, Walter Payton, or Shaquille O'Neal. The best athlete to wear, number 34. I'm going to go with Walter Payton if we're talking athlete. Just athlete. Okay. Shaq's just a big dude. Okay. That's really it. Okay. Glenn. Walter Payton. Wow. And you're going to go with Walter Payton. So we have a three-on-three tie. So when the wow. cleaning lady comes in to to to, to move move this trash, <laughs> we just got you have to point to one of these people. She's gonna say, "Big Poppy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, three way tie. Yeah. How do you settle it? I don't know. I don't know. We might have to. We might have to make a phone call. Yeah. Well, man, this this we'll, might be something for the website. Yeah. Yeah. The Facebook page. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's let's do that for sure. Now, Will, 
help me out here. Yeah. You gave me a uh, – it wasn't a stat. It was a percentage. You remember this? Are we talking about Trump? Yes. Trump's overall approval rating – as of today, as of today, is hitting all time low at thirty four percent today. Wow! On our thirty fourth podcast, man. How about so, that? so who's better, Trump, <laughs> Trump, Nolan Ryan, Trump, Ortiz, <laughs> Big Pop, Jack? <laughs> now th- this is a perfect segue, oh, Glenn, in, into what is not only being talked about on every news outlet. Facebook is blowing up, and you've been a big part of that, Glenn. Unfortunately. Let's, as, as we talk about Trump, we talk about what's going on in Virginia. The first topic, though, that I do want to talk about that I think ties into all this quickly, sports-related, is Colin Kaepernick. As we watched Jay Cutler sign with the Dolphins and Marshawn Lynch, he, I believe, sat in a beanie yeah. during the National Anthem. So I think all three of these guys were were talked about in the news. Colin Kaepernick, Glenn, I want your thoughts on his situation right now. He still isn't signed to any team, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, what can be said? I mean, the owners don't want the supposed backlash um, from you know signing, but they'll take on the backlash of someone who beats their wife or punches a chick or right. Or drinks and drives. So I mean, it's kind of selective morality. Um, I don't know. I mean, what just, about what about the fact that and, and you heard this too? I believe that some NFL owners polled fans if they should take Kaepernick or not. Uh-huh. Did you see this? No. Did you see this, Mario? They polled and asked fans, certain select fans, if they should take Kaepernick. Yeah. And fans said no. Yeah, well, I know that that's what um, um, the Ravens did. Yes. Yep. And, but the Ravens were willing to take back Ray Rice until the video surfaced, and they were willing to to, to roll with um, with uh, Ray Lewis um, after the, the murder accusation. So it's, it's really funny that, that somebody could, could uh, protest, say that he's protesting police brutality, and this becomes the line in the sand that you draw, but someone can, you know— you know, have a domestic violence charge on the record. Like, by the way, sit, sitting down for the national anthem or kneeling is, is is not a crime, right? But you can <clears throat> commit a crime. Everyone knows that you're guilty of the crime, and you can still and we still have to tiptoe around that. So, I mean, that's just the level of you know the discourse right now. Now, it's only been correct me if I'm wrong, but it's only been around eight or nine years that the NFL players have been out and stood for the national anthem. No, okay, I'm, I'm I'm not sure what it is. I mean, you can make a case that, that this all started, I think, during wartime. Like, it wasn't something that all sports always did. Uh-huh. And it's kind of, you know, I mean, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I, don't, I don't necessarily see, if you didn't do it, why it would be a, a travesty. But since it's a tradition at this point, you know, something that we do. But, I mean, I don't know, it just seems kind of silly because – I don't know how many people always feel the reverence. If you do something, you know, in baseball, you have 162 games. I mean, every time you're doing it, it's not like you're crying, like, my God, like, think of, think of the sacrifices that were right. It's like, this is routine. There was a uh, a funny thing in um, in um, the Ken Burns baseball series with um, talk about the 
coach Earl Weaver that was famous for arguing with the um, the umpire and everything. He was the Hall of Fame coach. He was doing with the Orioles when they won the titles with Brooks Robinson and Jim Palmer mm-hmm. and everything, and said that uh, this guy was saying that he was like a kid who was like a ball boy and he got got you know super happy that he got to be a ball boy with with the Orioles and he's standing out there and they're suing the national anthem and he's standing next to Earl Weaver and he says he starts to you know whether the 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 anthem is is coming to an end he starts to to tear up and he says um get a get grip kid we do this every day mm-hmm. right <laughs> so i mean that's kind of the level that is on among, amongst people that do it so right. i mean you know people put whatever their their emotions into it but it so, just seems like if you're if you're actually a top thirty quarterback in the NFL, not to mention a top ninety when you consider the backup and the third string, you probably should have a job unless people, you know, just don't want you to play. Mario, chime in a little bit. What are your thoughts on the Kaepernick situation right now? All right, so I really just want to give my take on this. Okay. That's what and, we're asking you to do. Yeah. <laughs> so the way I feel about it, I think Kaepernick will have a job by week four. Injuries happen and okay. I think Teams want to win more than they want to lose. On the like, if looking at at the surface level, but I think that when you look at it, it's crazy because originally people were against Kaepernick because they're saying he was anti patriotic, and he was actually exercising the first right of the uh, first amendment right. Yeah, his first mm-hmm. amendment rights, which is freedom of speech. Right. And well, I mean, I I just think it's crazy that when we look in a rearview mirror and we see Riley Cooper who used to play for the Eagles mm-hmm. you know on video said the n-word right the and con- uh, the concert yeah, yeah. And, and you know what I mean towards people of color and threatened them but no one made it a big deal it's a Kaepernick, double standard yeah Kaepernick has a, a peaceful protest at that right you know then really and, and the, the crazy thing about it was he didn't even say anything before he did it. He just kind of did it, and then people started to notice and yeah. ask him about it. Right. Uh, and apparently there are other athletes that have done this for years. Yeah. People just haven't noticed. For example, David West. David David West that plays, who's he play for now? The Golden State Warriors. But when he was with the Spurs and whoever he was with before that, he had always protested the national anthem. Yeah, okay. And most people don't know that or no, yeah. nor say anything about him doing yeah. that. And like Michael Bennett for the um, Seattle Seahawks is doing it this year as well. Yeah. He said he's got to do it for the whole year. I mean, put it like this. There are going to be multiple guys that do yeah. it this year. If you're a good enough player, you're just not going to get cut. Right. And Kaepernick probably should have never opted out and, and, and let a year go by without protesting if he wanted to – maximize his chances of you know getting rehired but i mean but that's what you know that's what protest is i mean it 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 comes with with a sacrifice so i mean that's true here's the big question yeah will a white player do it this year uh i doubt it the um i think so you think so? howie long sons um kyle and chris long have, have both been you know um, Chris Long con- was a, considerably woke as far as like you right. know c- commenting about even even yesterday's events in Virginia. So they would be in the short list, but I think I doubt anyone's gonna um, you know sit for it. Where, but it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I would I would like to see it just to see 
um, a to show solidarity for a cause that doesn't directly affect you and B to see what the response would be if somebody white does it opposed to Colin Kaepernick. Right. But who, who like Barack Obama is half white. But, but this is crazy because every, like with this happening, it goes against my whole theory of ta- like talent and production trumps anything else that you do off the field. It mm-hmm. does until you you come up against white supremacy. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> and it no because I, like I honestly like I've always felt that way. Like these professional players, they can do you know they can do so much to a certain extent, but if they're productive enough, yeah, and they're good of good enough, and it, they but, can, they can get away with it. But it's weird the things because like the. The only other thing I can think of where somebody was blackballed was Barry Bonds, who in his final year of playing was inarguably a top 10 offensive talent in baseball. And they just said, nope, because if you keep playing for three more years, you're going to continue to hit at least 40 home runs a year. And this home run record is going to be at like a thousand. (laughs) We just can't (laughs) have that because the next person will never be able to break it. And we pretty sure that you use steroids at some point and so they just affected no one with no one chose to sign i mean you could have made a case that like after pujols he was like the best player still in in the league just as far as offensive production certainly as a dh certainly as a dh (laughs) they would not they would not hire the man yeah Hey, um, and I want to get a young person's perspective on this. A couple young people here with uh, with Will, Nick, and uh, Palmer. And Palmer, start with you real quick. What are your thoughts and what have you, during this whole process, when, when Kaepernick originally, I think he originally, did he originally kneel and then sit? Is that right? Uh, I think he other? sat during the preseason and they didn't notice for the couple games. And then someone said something about it and then he spoke to why he was doing it. And then he and then I think, yeah, I think he chose to kneel. Okay. All right. So Kaepernick saw a problem and as an American said, I, I have a voice and I want to get it heard. And he got people talking about a topic that he was passionate about. Okay. I love that. I love the fact that he did that. That he starts the conversation. He started the conversation. Okay. What I wasn't really the biggest fan of was how it didn't seem like he did it effectively or maturely in some times. Okay. It, or the media didn't paint it the same way or the whole story wasn't out. Like when you, when you talk- say maturely, explain. Uh, like we had talked Give me an earlier, example. Um, <clears throat> when... He had the socks that just had pigs on them um, representing cops. Like, the media painted that as just he hates all cops, which is not the fact. He saw there was injustice going on with um, a select group of of cops, and it was becoming, like, periodically throughout, and it was becoming a systemic problem. And so he did that to represent the injustice going on but it was painted as oh he's making fun of all cops right um and so i feel like if he was able to just come out and say everything that he didn't like everything and just become a voice of this problem uh-huh he would have then gotten more traction yeah uh but i don't think he did it effectively and that's okay. that's my point on it but i do think the story has been way overblown okay um, 
it's been talked about a little. Because he shouldn't wore the Castro shirt either, because that probably cost him his chance of signing with Miami. Oh, with the Dolphins, no doubt yeah. about it. And they end up signing Jay Cutler, who was yeah. who was chilling. As they they said, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and Jay Cutler says in an interview that his cardio is not re- really where it should be. But cardio is really not important when you're a quarterback. <laughs> quarterback yeah. And the the guy said. You gotta hand it to Jay Cutler. He is just the king of not giving up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he looks like it too. He looks like he's like droopy and sleepy. Oh, his, his facial expressions are the <laughs> best. Classic. I mean, I should make a shirt with just Cutler's face on it because it, 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 it's the best. Like he he looks like like whatever. Right. That's like his his, his all time look. So so Will, why yeah. don't you give us your you, you're a high school guy. And, and what are they talking about at Anderson High School in regards to this? <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the scuttlebuttle? He's sneaking in. I think <laughs> sneaking into the 49ers games. Um, <laughs> that's not as easy as the ATP. Right. Um, I think he did a poor job at handling with the media okay. after he – I think it's totally cool with what he did, and he, he got the attention, which is what he wanted. Right. But I don't think he handled the media well after and addressing <clears throat> what – so do you feel like he should have had like a press conference or some sort of Oh, I think platform? a press conference would have just handled mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Just everything would take taking care of everything right there. Okay. All right. Nick. Yeah, I don't know. Is it hold on, is this Mike? Are we good on that, Mario? You, you, are we use sure? Palmer's Mike. Yeah, use Palmer's just in case. Yeah. I'm a little worried because I can't hear you. I okay. want to hear what you have to we say, good? Nick. Yo, you sound great, um, but you sound oh, man. Thank you. Man, he's got a got a radio yeah. voice. Yeah, he does. Um, he's very oh, white. Yeah. Well, uh, situation. <laughs> uh, Dennis uh, Graham. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know what to. Uh, what to think about the situation? I think there's like so many levels on it. True. And um, it's just like there's just so many sides. I've I've bounced around. I've at first I hated it, and then like I get what he's doing. Just like I don't know. And I think he's a good enough quarterback. Obviously, without all of this, he'd be on a team. I, there's no doubt about that. But I mean, you can't blame any of the owners for, I mean, they can hire whoever they want to hire, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't want to hire someone, they don't have to. So it, it's kind of like, it is like you said earlier, like they're, they're, you know, hiring people with, you know, problems off the field, you know, drugs and getting arrested. Yeah. So it is kind of, it's like almost a fine, every team. Yeah. Has, it's like a fine line. So it's, it's weird, you I, know, but I don't trust the team to have at least one domestic violence case <laughs> on the show. It seems like every one of them have multiple. Yeah. Nah. Um, our rookie, what do you say? Our rookie Mixon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's 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 so good. Yeah, he's so I, feel, good. I feel bad to like because he's so good. Yeah, like, like man. That, and that's how I feel about R. Kelly's music. Like yeah. we talked about this. Like it's horrible. If if you're good at something, what, what we won't forget. <laughs> We're horrible people. Uh, I hey. I can't. What can I say? I I agree with that. I really want him on our team. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen? with this situation, with the Kaepernick situation moving forward, because I think a lot of people have looked at his situation as one, he he's gonna want he's gonna be the guy that makes change. But I I don't know that that his goal was to necessarily be someone that that makes change, but more to help start the conversation in a different way. Yeah. Because I always hear people say, well he could have done it a different way. Yeah, but they never I'm tell like, you which way he could have done it. They that don't would have been differently that they would have would have stood up and applauded for. Right. Not only that, but but they don't tell you which other ways he could have done it. But some of the ways that people have told me, other 
athletes have done, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. There's no conversation that's healthy. Well, essentially, everybody who feels that like the police brutality situation is a problem doesn't have a problem with Kaepernick and people who basically side with, with you know, the cops on the, the deal that they shouldn't be prosecuted or whatever, they have a problem with it. So it's not even about what is pretty much on ideological lines mm-hmm. anyway. And Kaepernick kind of, the situation almost like caught him by storm. I don't think he, he, he came into the season last year knowing that it was going to be what it was and henceforth wasn't like, you know, like I said, you wouldn't wear the pig socks knowing, you know what I'm saying, right. knowing that this is coming on. Now, so it's like. Now, the socks happened a couple years prior. Yeah. Correct? To uh, the, I thought it was maybe in the earlier that year. But was it the It could have been earlier the previous Cause had, year. Because he had short hair when he okay. had the socks. Okay. So I'm figuring that was maybe the year before. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he should have, you know. Knowing that that's out there, you kind of have to brace yourself for for when something like that, you know, resurfaces. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, there there are better there would have been better spokesmen for the issue if you didn't have anything that was kind of you know, like the the Castro thing. Like there there's a certain right begrudging respect some people have for Castro because he stood up to the United States at a time in which you know the United States had problems. At the same time, he's obviously a dictator who doesn't believe in like freedom for his people. So it's kind of like, yeah, you can't really be. You got to know that's going to be a contradictory message if you're going to be a spokesman for an issue. So I don't know. It's like you know, imperfect spokesman making an imperfect protest. But you know, how about speaking of that? How about Ray Lewis? Uh huh. Ray Lewis, uh, I believe it was on. I don't know if it was first take or undisputed. Yeah, went after Kaepernick. Not not necessarily. Yeah, but went he, after he him, but, but it was it was very critical. Uh-huh. And a lot of people then went after Ray Lewis. Yeah, what were your thoughts on that? Rightfully so, going after Ray Lewis. Did you agree with Ray Lewis? Oh, uh, what he said has some merit, but but at the end of the day, you know, it's just the glass houses thing. Like, come on, man, you you yeah, you 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 were in one of the most famous, you know, infamous cases ever, as far as you know, people who who to this day believed you murdered a dude during like the Super Bowl weekend or whatever. Right. And I don't know. I mean, I think he he's he's a good dude. I think he he's he's certainly not the person he was then. I don't even know how bad of a person he was at that time. He mm-hmm. always seems, you know, a a decent dude that 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 you know is is an upstanding citizen, but. I don't know. I mean, I'm always leery of, of criticizing the person who's getting criticism because it feels like you're piling on when when, when you are, were, were an unlawful cat and this is something that's peaceful and you still have, like, big issues with that. It, it just kind of comes off as hypocritical. Like I said, somebody else saying it, if Shannon Sharp was to say the exact same thing Ray Lewis said, I would be like, okay, I'll I'll take that from you because your past isn't flooded with right. with, with with foolishness like like Ray Lewis is. So I right. guess that's the deal. So how do you, how do you think this thing plays out? Mario thinks that Kaepernick will have a job by week four. Okay, and then he'll probably not stand uh, for the net. You, you agree with that? He he won't stand when he comes back, 
Or yeah, do you no, think I, he will? I think, I think he'll stand by. Yeah, I think he said he I would. Th- I think he'll stand by, by what he believes. No, no. Do you think he'll, he'll stand st- up during the national anthem? No, no. He'll he'll continue to take a knee. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I thought I, thought I, I heard he yeah, said he, he, he was, said he was done with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I, I really have no clue. It's kind of uncharted territory. I mean, you know. I mean, it, it it depends on what team. Like certain teams would would embrace him. Certain teams don't need a quarterback. Certain teams don't want a quarterback this as good as he is to threaten their current quarterback psyche. You know what I'm saying? To bring somebody in who could possibly take the role. So mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a I really don't have have a clue. I don't. Certainly, next year might offer some opportunities, but. If he doesn't get it by next year, then you're kind of like, well, you know, what what's available? Canadian League? And, I mean, he's made $40 million. Yeah. Obviously, that's pre-taxes. But, I mean, he's made. And he's donated. He's made money. quarterback money. Yeah. But, I mean, but he, he he's, it's not like someone who was a marginal player who may have made $5 million. You're kind of like, well, gee, like you're, I mean, not that it's still unjust that he's not playing, but it's a different thing. When you make quarterback money in the NFL you you make more money than like a lot of other players in their whole career, even though he's only like been the league for like five or six years. Yeah. And you know what's funny? He was the pick um right before um Andy Dalton, I think. Oh really? Right before, right after, I forget they, they were they were So the Bengals could have had him. Yeah, it was real close because the Bengals, that was when, when Palmer wasn't playing, so it was kind of a given after we took He, he was the pick after. Okay. Yeah, it was it was really it could have gone either way. Hmm. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah. So, let's talk about the incident that happened in Virginia. Something happened in Virginia? Huh? Something happened in Virginia? Man. Uh, tell Great. me about this. Craziness. So, and, and I, w- one thing I will say, and, and call call me ignorant, but how many damn names do they have for the different racist groups? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Like you, uh, white nationalist. Uh-huh. I'm not even sure what that totally means, and maybe you can you you can dive into the, some of that. Okay. Opposed to um, white supremacist. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Obviously, the KKK and white nationalists feel that white people deserve their own nation. White supremacists feel that white people are superior to everybody else. Okay. <laughs> well, there, there you go. But but I'm sure if you're a white supremacist. Shouldn't you be a white nationalist? I would be offended yeah, if, how would if you... I find out any white supremacists are somehow not white nationalists. <laughs> then you're upset? <laughs> I have a big problem. <laughs> Glenn, you got some research to do this week. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, you got the neo-Nazis. The Neo-Nazis. KKK. Uh-huh. I'm not even sure where the KKK still falls in this because you and I grew up. They're not up... wearing the hoods anymore. I didn't see too many hoods this weekend. No. Which is, which but, is disappointing. Did you see that picture where uh, at, at the... You know what? It, I don't even. I don't even want to call it a protest or rally, whatever they they called what happened. Mm-hmm. But some of these, um, I'm just going to say, white supremacists, they had on khaki pants, white polo shirts, and, and a, Trump hats, and the Trump hats. Yeah, and that was the same outfit that he was wearing like multiple times on the golf course. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Oh man, I was like. And people were posting. Like, I wonder who they voted for. <laughs> but that's that's the thing I want to I want to mention, <clears throat> and and we get into it. Glenn and I get into it for those that don't know on Facebook. Alex posts. See, most of my, my my friends are pretty much like like progressive people, except for a recent friend of Alex's that 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 that, that I took on as an experiment. <laughs> 
So, How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really, you know, have to, to have to get get in on a lot of stuff. But Alex will post seemingly benign. Um, in any other time, this would just be like a regular post. Like, obviously, we're against Klan rallies, right? Like, that's that. If the neo Nazis have a rally and you post something like this is effed up, you would think that you could get a hundred hundred percent support of like that's not something that's very nuanced. You're not saying like like the the upper twenty percent of people should be taxed more than the rest. Like something that would require some nuanced response. Like nah, right? It's just that the Klan is bad, right? Can I, can I get a can I get an amen on that? <laughs> nope. And, and, and nope. And they're always uh, what? Why would you say three to five people who? Have a have a big opposition to anything that that even hints at you saying something that is bad about something that is perceived as right wing politics. Yep, yep. And and and, and I'll get so let, let's say let's take your example. I'll post something against a KKK rally, and someone will post, "Well, where's your post against the Black Lives Matter rally?" Yeah, I'm like, what? Did they kill anybody? Have they had a, a record of killing people? Did the Black Lives Matter murder six million jews in the holocaust did they have uh would they support um <laughs> slavery and, and jim crow laws for 100 years so when so to, to segue to this when trump had his press conference mm-hmm. on all sides did, on all sides when he was talking about um we need to you know get all is he talking about black lives matters i think he wants to characterize is kind of a subtle wink to the hate groups that I'm going to attack everything because singling you out would be unfair because it's almost like saying the whole lot of people who are hating is is wrong. And it's like, I don't think the people who protest the Klan rallies are going there with the same objectives as the clan themselves mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and he's trying to act like people who are the anti-protest like like who who can even distinguish the good guys from the bad guys at this point and that, that's kind of what's going on in everything that so i can never say something bad about one group without somebody finding you know no 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 race religion region is, is devoid of somebody who's a lunatic mm-hmm. but you can't say that a lone gunman is is equal to an army. You know what I'm saying? Like you could say if, if, you know, I can't say when on nine 11, I wouldn't turn around and say, yeah, but America, we, we do awful things too to people. It's like, that's not the spirit in the room. That's obviously not, not, you know, what you should be saying about the country in which you live in. And that's kind of what's going down that everything has to be, equal so i can never say you're wrong because you can find some minor thing that the other side has done and you bring that up and you inflate that as if those two things are equal and you would think that the clan and nazis would be um such an easy thing to denounce with with, you could just do a a pure denouncement of that without having to, to give any any other problem like yeah but you know people talk shit to the police it's like well right. that's not Right, that's not equal to to to, to well, lynching. Well, Trump would not say them specifically by name. He would not say white supremacist. He would lose votes. Well, now 
um, I guess this afternoon, Trump had another press conference. Okay. And he said them specifically. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. White supremacists and neo-Nazis, I believe, are the two names that he specifically said. Okay. I'm not sure if he said anything beyond that, but yeah. I, I got a glimpse of it on Twitter. Well, that's good for him. I mean, and, said, and I question whether Trump is actually g- gives it a D about this stuff anyway. Like, I, I don't think Trump is actually a racist. I just think he knows that that is, a, th- that's what moves the needle. And th- that's what's so cynical about it. I would almost, I wouldn't say I would feel those better. Those people voted for him. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'd feel better if, if I thought he was a racist, but it actually seems, it seems such a, a, a wrong thing to do to not even care about an issue which you're exploiting people's fears to promote. You know what I'm saying? Like if you actually were a racist on some level, I would respect you more for being for saying racist things mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody who I don't feel is probably a real racist who's just saying it because he's trying to to stir up something to to keep his his political career going. Right. You know, cuz like do you really think that Obama wasn't born in America? Right. And even do you think he a believes that or b even cares? I I have, listen, I have long said this. I I truly believe that Trump's all about winning. Uh-huh. And I think he knew strategically what he had to do to win, and that was to tap into a large group of people yeah. that not only disliked Obama, but also people that were racist. Yeah, and a large group of those people helped him get elected, no doubt. And said, so, and I'm reading right now a book called "Hillbilly Elegy," and it's about this guy. He graduated from Yale, but he mm-hmm. grew up in Ohio, kind of like in like Appalachia and like the poor part of Ohio, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm legit trying to like, 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 be, you know, like understand, okay, like what is the sentiment in rural America that leads people to, you know, be, you know, Republicans and like, you know, pro Trump. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting and stuff. And he's, you know, it's one of those things I feel like, you know, people need to do that. Like, you know, also the people who, you know, might feel differently from me, you know, read, you know, Ta-Nehisi Coates or whatever and like, like, you know, understand the dialogue of the people you disagree with to, you know, you know, maybe you find common ground, maybe you don't, but at least be aware of what the the perspective is before we just like, you know, argue across the aisle. And, you know, I tried to like always be, you know, civil to people and not, you know, like one guy kept saying I was calling him names. I'm like, man, we got the thread right here, man. Like, like what, what name did I call you? Right, right. Mario, you want to chime in real quick? I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Well, I just want my gift card. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean my whole my whole thing with Trump is, I mean like Glenn, I don't I don't believe like that he is a racist. I think that, I, and honestly, I couldn't tell you what he cares about because there's so much going on in the world right now, especially everything that's going happening with North Korea. At times, I feel like he doesn't even care about that, and. I mean, he's already he came out early in his uh, in his candidacy and said that he wanted help from less countries. Mm-hmm. He what he then he he tried he's trying to move away from NATO. Like he's pro Russia. Yeah, it's just it's certain things that I I really don't get. Like like I don't know if he's not taking this his presidency as serious as he should, or I don't know I, if he if he bit off more than he could actually chew. I, I think he's just all about himself and winning. And he won and he won this race. 
yeah. to the presidency. Now it's like, ah, figure it out when I get here. But it, but it's crazy because everybody who didn't like Obama, one of the main things that they said about him, especially like towards the end of his uh, his uh, can his his presidency, mm-hmm. they said that he was too worried about being a celebrity. Trump is a celebrity. Mm-hmm. That's that's all he is. It's not even as if he is involved that much with a lot of things that are going on right now. And if you look at it, Mike like Pence is handling a lot of things that he should actually be handling. Mm-hmm. Well, pre- uh, Pence is obviously more presidential well, with what he does and what he says than in Trump. But I just find it funny that conservatives his as driver things, is more presidential. <laughs> <laughs> as many things as conservatives have criticized Obama for, they've given Trump that pass. Like, like how much has Trump golfed? How much has Trump left the White House to go? Matter of fact, I think the press conference not only that he held yesterday and today have all been from his resort. Yeah, on vacation or whatever. Yeah, it's just it, like, man, you just got an office. You, you, he already yeah. he's already had like two vacations. Yeah. So I mean, it's like you know. You're going to criticize Obama for that. And, and Glenn and I have talked about this before. I mean, it, it's just, that's just part of the process. The other side's always going to be critical of the the other side. It, it, I mean, it kind of is what it is. It's, with it's that. Yankees, Red Sox now. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of uh, the Red Sox, Palmer, with you, you have a lot of, uh, and being a young person, how old are you again? I just turned 20. You just turned 20. So uh, politically, yes. your your thoughts on uh, this situation in Trump. I know you, you love yeah. Trump, right? I, I do not. Um, I'm firmly against that. I couldn't even imagine another person who's caused me more psychological stress than our current president. Um, yeah, and then opposed to Poppy Ortiz, who's caused you a lot of happiness. Yeah, yeah right? complete <laughs> opposites. One, <laughs> there's not a more opposite group, grouping of two people in my mind than David Ortiz, the happiest man in the world. 34 and 45. 34 and 45. <laughs> That's right. Um, but my take on this whole, I don't want to talk too much about Trump cause it's just infuriating, but, um, is that there's so much just hypocrisy going on with just let alone him and his laundry list of things, mm-hmm. but also just the, the people in office like Mitch McConnell and several other elected officials that it's just, it's hard to take a lot of these things seriously. Cause again, like you said, a lot of the things that they are letting, uh, they they did not let Obama get away with. They're just letting Trump completely slide with. And right, it's just terrible. Absolutely. Um, but it's just it's just such a dark time for like just certain things you would not even expect to be just like they're no brainers. Like th- there yeah. was a neo Nazi rally, <laughs> and there was nothing but just true hate, and he didn't disavow it instantly. Right. He, he was a- asked questions, and he just walked away. And usually he's blasting everybody yeah. on Twitter. Like, and, and not to cut you off, I'll let you get back, but David Dukes, the long time, I, mean, I had to do a paper on David Dukes in, in high school, uh-huh. the like main leader of the KKK and yeah. that, that, that white movement, basically saying we are we are continuing and we are pushing forward, you know, what, everything Trump wants this country to be. Yeah, yeah. Now, Trump historically has gone on Twitter and attacked people like him or just people he disagreed with. He has not attacked. Yeah. He I won't mean, he won't disavow that. That, right. that that's that's so remarkable. Like 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 the the leading, you know, basically 
white nationalist in the country comes out ardently in favor of you and your agenda and you don't say, hold up, dude. Like, I don't want to be associated with, yeah. with with you. Like, like, like my agenda has nothing to do with, with white supremacy whatsoever. Nope. Can't, can't get a, can't get a word of edgewise, but you, you'll just Rosie O'Donnell or just somebody random. Hard. Yeah. Like, like mercilessly. Yeah. And, and and diss people in your own own party, yeah. like Jeff's uh, sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who you hired? Right. It's crazy. It 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 is crazy. Like yeah. if someone if someone that is just so controversial as a as a David Zeus came out and said, you know what, I'm I'm all about what Alex Meacham is 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 about. Yeah, you, I'm on you, Twitter and Facebook like, like no. <laughs> uh, about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want any part of this dude. It just shows that you could do with money. Like if you if you're you're rich enough, you could just get away with with murder. People uh-huh. just be like like whatever. I mean, it's the political equivalent of OJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, Palmer. Go ahead. No, just wow. That's, that's a good comparison. Political um, equivalent to OJ. I agree. That's it's just it's just so much going on that I'm just in disbelief constantly. And Nick Nick made a point. Um, earlier, um, and and I believe Nick, you said you were talking with some some friends. I don't know if you were talking at a in, at a bar in OU or here in Cincinnati, but you said something that um, social media and how people are like, oh, we're we're in a dark time. Things are so crazy now. But are we really? Is it really that much different? Because we see a lot more now than we did before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's everyone. You know, everyone's always saying how like messed up the world is nowadays, and like how. Um, just how different it is, and really, I mean, I don't, I'm, I don't know since I'm young, and I haven't been around that much, mm-hmm. that long. But um, I just think that information is just so easily obtainable now, and we just see everything that, yeah, it's just like it's not that different. I mean, it's obviously the world's gonna change. I mean, it's just natural, but it's not so different we're not just in a dark age right now it's just we see a lot more than we used to yeah yeah i, I agree with that and and you could learn about people a lot more now between facebook and twitter yeah well and then the one of the things that's so depressing is that like cnn used to just be like like you know abc nbc cbs and cnn that was the news. Mm-hmm. And these are the stories that you accepted. And then Fox came along and they basically said, okay, we're going to make news strictly catering to the the hard right conservatives. And you kind of wonder, like, well, if Fox News was around, like, in the 60s, would we even have the civil rights movement? Because we'd have a a, a network that basically – just tells people you're correct. There used to be a time in which the news engendered empathy. So like, you know, right-minded people would just be like, man, like this is horrible. What's happening here? Mm-hmm. I can't continue to feel a certain way because, you know, dogs are biting people in the street. Maybe I should re- reevaluate my, my thoughts on the Jim Crow South. But like now, if you're watching Fox News, they just won't show you the things like that to make you feel that you're, point of view is messed up they'll just show you the perspective from the side you already believe it would almost be like like i said yankees red Sox. like if the score is five two yankees but the red Sox network is only telling you about those two runs and how well your team is doing right 
and you just start to be like, yeah, man, like 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 this is what the score the score no longer matters, and that's kind of where we're at right now. That there's so many media options, not to mention the fake news that's actually, you know, like people are always posting up stuff, and I'm just like, that's, what is this site even? You can't believe what? Yeah, you just like posted. like the, I, I see that too. the I'm Daily like, Wire. Like that's not a real. That's yeah, not this, yeah. this isn't CNN. This I could isn't, I could write a fake article right now and and, and yeah. post it on some and, random site, and people just go full throttle. It's like the only thing they're posting up. Like I try not to post something if if it's either. You know, not from the the most reputable source. And if if the if I Google a story, I try to find multiple sources and then post the one from the most reputable and usually the most nonpartisan site. Right. So I'm not going to be like, okay, if it's on ABC and it's on Huffington Post, well, I'm going to pick the one that's on ABC because I know that a conservative viewer would be more apt to take the ABC story more legitimate. Than Huffington Post, yeah, and it, but you know people will counter your your legit story with something just so fake that just like, well, come on, man, like this this is apples and oranges, like 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 you know, <laughs> real investigators, real people with degrees right. wrote the, the, this story, and you point out somebody who just you know wrote a, a term paper and like, yeah, they're, look at this, they're equal, right? Well, I'm sure in the next couple of days and weeks some more things will happen we'll 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 (laughs) we'll dive more into this but i want to do a couple rapid fire um things really quickly i want to do uh sports music and entertainment and feel free to uh i'll just throw out some things and feel free to comment on them and will i'm going to have you jump in on this in a second john mcnally local tennis player just recently played in the western uh southern life yeah uh, tournament tell us about that real quick he ended up getting a wild card bid into the Qualifiers for the Western Southern yep. Masters 1000 tournament, which is the biggest tournament below a U.S. Open, Wimbledon, Australian Open, and he played Yanko Tipsarovich, former world number seven. Yep, ended up losing seven six in the third set. Oh wow! Yeah, just about as close as he can get, and he did have a point to go up five two in the third. Okay, you were there. You snuck, I was there. You snuck in and watched that. For I've free. never seen. So many people on one of the side courts in my life. Yeah, every Cincinnati person was there. Watching. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text John. We'll try to get him in on the podcast. Get yeah, him. That'd be uh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely talk to him. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott suspended six games. And what was, what Mar- was, he, was he sitting down doing national Mar- anthem? <laughs> Mario's, Mario's cheering. He's yeah. cheering that he's been suspended six games. Mario, and and when he, do they play the Eagles? Mario, they play them one. One, they do play them uh, within those six games. Okay, like week four. Okay, so you got you got a, you got a, a, a easier S- opponent, <laughs> a slight a slight chance of winning. Um, Ronaldo, my boy, was suspended for pushing a ref. Yeah, they just you know they gave him one of he got a, he ended up getting kicked out of the game because he got two yellow cards. The first one because he took off his shirt. I'm sure the ladies like that. Ronaldo is the most handsome man on earth. <laughs> it, it was. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Ronaldo fan because it, it's wait, just wait, wait, hilarious. Wait. First of all, when you said that, Nick starts shaking his head like, "What are you talking about?" And Will's going, "Yep, I totally agree with that." I mean, <laughs> and Palmer's just looking straight ahead. He's up there. Well, here's the thing about it: it's, it's not whether or not that's even a thing. It's just that he he exudes the fact that like 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 how someone 
stereotypically handsome would behave. Yeah. And it's so funny. And it's like for him to be arguably the best player in the world, <laughs> like he is so good. Like he came on on the court, on the pitch as they say. He he didn't start and like scored the game winning goal like within 5 minutes. And it was just yeah. such a dope goal. And he takes off his shirt. And, Which I would have done. And and and, and so he must have gotten into a, a a a knife fight as a kid because he was shredded. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I mean, it was just ridiculous. Like, like you know, you, you see people who were like like built like in like the nineteen fifties. Yeah. Just like, yeah, that was fine for 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 that age. But but you know, whatever. Like right, like, right. like that's that. You you can show this picture of Ronaldo a thousand years from now and and not defy someone to be, be be, like be more true. more cut up than him. Well, I've got something. Marlon and, Mar- and I are going to go at this. Okay. Seven Florida Gators players yeah. have been suspended. Including? For the Michigan game. Including your best your best, best wide receiver. Threat, yeah. For selling items out of the bookstore for straight cash, homie. Mario. Now, we, we were going to set up to make a bet. I think we were, we were talking about the Bearcats play Michigan second game of the year for the Bearcats. And then first game of the year, Florida. Yep. You keep getting those breaks, Mario. Mario, the, the Michigan keeps getting the breaks, but the breaks always come back to haunt them. <laughs> the breaks give out <laughs> later yeah, on. The breaks give out at the end. <laughs> you get no, you get no breaks that get, get gets that team at Ohio. Mario, anything you want to inject, or you just gonna leave it alone? All right, I'm, look, I'm gonna tell you right now. It, it doesn't matter if the players were suspended or not. Michigan was gonna go in and okay. handle their business. Okay. But I will tell you this. Shut up, Will. We're worried about <laughs> one team and one one team only, one game. It's only one game that matters okay. this year. Okay. That's the last game of the year. Okay. I see multiple okay. losses on that schedule. Because don't you play uh, Wisconsin right before for Ohio State? Yeah, we do. Yeah, that, that's going to be that's gonna be a, a trap game if there ever was one. It's a trap game, but um, let me tell you something about Jim Harbaugh, right? He, Jim he Harbaugh. the Buckeyes. Jim Harbaugh <laughs> has something to prove this year. He's he's always had something to prove. He's got something to prove this year, and he's gonna take it to Urban Meyer and those Ohio State Buckeyes. They got cheated last year. First down, baby. Hashtag. They got cheated last year. Nope. But it's hey, but it's okay. You know why? Because winners winners will rise when the time matters, and this time when, when matters we, this year. A half a national last national game of the season. Sixty eight years. One half a national championship in sixty-eight years, and and Michigan talks as as, as if they're the 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 twenty-seven Yankees. It's, it's just re- ridiculous how much how good Michigan thinks they are compared to to you know you know what team has more national championships than a half a national championship in, in that time? The Brigham Young Cougars of of, of Provo, Utah. Rants, a school that's not even in a major conference ha- has more championship success over the past sixty. You hear years. him talking. You hear him talking. Well, look, but but the words don't. The, the words don't mean much. I, I don't have any. Look, the words don't mean much because the words mean everything. The, because I'm you, telling you, you never, you the, never the last game of the season. Okay, we everything will be solved. Mario, we did everything will year. be solved. Let's let's hold this for the build up closer to the game. Okay, it's fun. We're, it is. They'll they'll lose before then. No, they won't. Ohio State will lose before Spe- the Wait, speaking of losing, LeVar Ball lost to Ice Cube <laughs> at the Big Three tournament in the four-point challenge. Wow. I think it airs 
Monday night tonight. Okay. So, so make sure you tune in to that. Thanks for spoiling I, I had a question. Well, it's already over the internet. Yes. So in, in that same breath, uh-huh. I, I want to ask, in, in what year, in what arena does he beat Michael Jordan? None. Ever. Oh, LeVar? Never. He could. What? You'd, You'd be surprised though. When one on one, you could freak up and beat people though. Like I, I, I hate I mean, when people. Mike, Mike can could, still play. Michael Jordan said he couldn't beat him with one leg, and I and I believe that. <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael can. But still I'm saying, play. but you know, like one on one, like 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 cats can. If you're an NBA player, you could beat Michael Jordan one on one. But you wouldn't win the predominant amount of times. But Levar Ball wasn't an NBA player. But I'm saying there, there are people that can beat. Who didn't make the NBA? Who can luck up and win a game? But he's not going not to be. He's not going to beat Michael Jordan. That's what I'm saying. He's not. I, I mean, don't. Pro- think he will. I mean, I'm saying, is it beyond? Could you beat Michael Jordan in basketball if you played a hundred times? Me? Yeah. If I played Michael a hundred times? Yeah. Probably not. Unless he got tired after about game. Well, no, I'm not saying you're just playing them back to back. You know oh, what I'm saying? Some, like, 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 like okay. Tequila. 78th game, baby. <laughs> Let, let's go. Nah. But I'm just I saying, but, but we'll put it like this. Can you make 10 straight long distance shots before he makes, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Because like they're, they're like they had a thing, um, this, this kid was talking, talking smack to John Wall. And the dude was like in high school, but he, he looked like he was a high school basketball player. But nobody of any note, no one who, who, who we're checking for. He, he's not playing Marvin Bagley Jr. Right. And they played, and, and, and he, he beat him, but he beat him like 10-6, 10-7. And John Wall was legit trying. It wasn't like it's because the cat was, was, was getting disrespectful, like, wait, for, you know, an NBA player. And I'm saying this is an NBA all-star by anybody's measure, a top 15 player in the league against a high school student who has some height on him, probably like six seven. So I'm just saying in one-on-one, it's just kind of like, you know, make it, take it. It just gets random. You know what I'm saying? But I think if it's one game, I, I still say Michael Jordan beats LeVar Ball. Now, hold on, I want to jump to a couple other things. We're, we're rapid fire here. Uh, Taylor Swift, her case uh, got dismissed for the DJ that grabbed her. Like, Shameful, like 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 Trump said. Yeah, grab her by the man. In a picture, have you seen that picture? Making America great again. I I think I saw something in passing, but but no. Yeah, they they dismissed that's the a, case. That's a shame. They dismissed the case. They dismissed the case. Yeah. So so Taylor Swift won won the case. Won the case because oh, yeah. he. I'm he sorry. Tre- yeah, he tried to file something against. Yes, that. he was fired because he got job. fired. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Now there and is, when people mess with Taylor Swift, I take it personal. Uh, you should. There's something going around too. Will Will pointed this out that they are asking that Quavo from the Migos sing the national anthem. Have you seen this? I'll stand for that. <laughs> sing the national anthem where? I don't. I don't care anywhere. Have, I wanna, have we I heard him hear sing it yet? There is. We haven't. However, he can sing. Really? Yeah, he can sing. I only and, ask that he he's accompanied by the other two uh, members of, of, of the Migos. There is a video online kind of spoofing it. Okay. I, I, I did see that, and it, it, it was pretty funny. But he actually can sing. He's not a bad singer. I've, I've heard him before on the internet. So I think Future should get it first. <laughs> the Eagles have announced. The singing group? The singing group. Or the, or at Mario's 70, team. No, not, not Mario's no, not, not, team. The, the, the 70-year-old. Gentlemen uh-huh. are going on tour. 
Okay. Hotel California. Well, Glenn, Glenn Fry's dead, though, so I, I don't know. It's not know. going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. But but let me tell you, no one has the voice of Don Henley. He's freaking Don Henley. <laughs> David Letterman is to return to Netflix. I hear about that. Netflix is getting them all. Aren't they? Shonda Rhimes was announced I today. I saw that. Yeah, so, so I guess any new series coming with that, so... I don't know. Like Netflix apparently doesn't disclose their numbers or their viewership, so no one really knows. Like it's How just a doing. mystery. Yeah, you just assume that they're doing doing good, but like they that Boz Lorman series, um, um, the hip hop joint, um, that was that was just it was too expensive. They couldn't they couldn't continue it beyond the joint that uh yeah the get down. It was it was, it was apparently they were just leaking money. They were hemorrhaging money, and I, I don't think it got the viewership. So. Now, one thing has, has transpired since uh, Palmer was with us. I don't remember how many weeks ago it was, but Palmer had not watched any of the Game of Thrones. He had just heard about them, I think, from your from your family, correct? Correct. But now, He's I text Palmer. Up. I text Palmer last night that I needed to talk to him, and he says, make sure you call me before 9 o'clock Damn right. or after 10. Because Game of Thrones is coming on. Because it deserves my undivided attention. That's exactly what the he said. The world of Westeros is <laughs> enveloped my own life. So um, you, you've binge watched. You you are all I've been. I'm the, I did the definition of a binge watch. You went I've, through all 68 episodes? Yes. I finished wow. all. I, it was 63 at the time, okay. and I finished 63 episodes in 12 days. That is amazing. Man. I And I worked five of those days, uh, and I I'm a sign guy. I dance on the street for money, but that's beside the point. <laughs> you, you, he actually does. That's beside okay. the point. We don't need to get into that. There's okay. Westeros. There's dragons. There's several things we need to get done. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you didn't sleep much, but yeah, man, you were the king of the north. <laughs> no, that would be Jon Snow. That would be Jon Snow. Um, I've never. Seen I love the show. It's fantastic. I didn't watch it initially because my mom had told me like the f- things that happened seasons one through three, and uh-huh. most people who've seen the show know season three has some stuff that happens that is yeah really spoilery. Um, spoilery. Yeah, okay. it was a, it was a, it was a it was a beautiful nuptial ceremony that took place. Yeah, yeah, and it went south. It went south because. But I mean, south. even se- season one, season one has yeah. a, has a pretty significant um, um, offing as well. How yeah. am I? going to catch up to well, watch this. Somebody help me out. Well, first you're going to want to have to seclude yourself for 12 days and no- do nothing but watch it. That's the best way to do it. And that ain't happening. Well, then I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, it's still well, worth watching. Uh, if you watch just like a couple episodes at a time, yeah. maybe like one. When the season is over, yeah, you could probably, so you basically will have a year to watch 60 episodes. So what would what would be a breakdown of that say three episodes a week i mean when you watch okay. it you'll get into it because it's an hour episode so it's nothing to watch like two at one time some of them kind of leave you in a place that you're more apt to be like okay i need to take a break after this one while other ones are like okay i can't wait to see what happens i need to go straight into this so you'd watch like you watch a movie but like I, I only binge watched one thing before and i was breaking bad and i probably got through That's- I watched entire that. season, and I mean, I was probably doing three episodes a day. Mm-hmm. So I was I was going through it pretty fast. So so I probably got through a season. I mean, all the like in maybe two and a half, three weeks. I, I saw the I th- say a month for the whole thing. 
Yeah. So my 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 problem, like our intern Nick here, like his problem, I will fall asleep. Okay. Watching the show, Nick, you have that problem. Yeah, I mean, most downtime you get to watch shows is at night. I don't. Yeah, and I'm dead tired. And the internet messes with the television now. Like it used to be a thing Uh where 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 I would watch TV and it's just like, okay, let me watch this. But now Uh it's kind of like the pull of the net. You know, certain shows I can watch with like. Like you know, like I watch Bill Maher, but I'll just have that on while while I'm like, you know, doing projects on the internet. But then there's other things that I need to focus on the show, and it's kind of like, you know, did somebody somebody like my post? <laughs> and it feels it feels like 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 right. really, um, you know, like like reductive. Like yeah, you shouldn't be you shouldn't care that much. Like yeah, yeah. like it feels like egotistical to be like just straight you know, concerned about, about Facebook and, and your email and everything, but well, whatever. I'm pr- Facebook's I'm, important. Me and Ronaldo are just, just, you know, we're handsome. We, 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 you know, the women like to post and, and you need to see it <laughs> before you get kicked out the game yeah, by just, some haters. Just don't take your shirt off after the podcast. <laughs> hey, Justin Bieber is dropping a new song on Thursday. Oh man. Will. Batting down the hatches. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. I think it's going to be a banger. I think it will be too. I mean, everything you release. Is well, you got Bieber fever. Is there a title? Oh yeah, but um, I don't know. That's one thing I haven't checked on because actually I found out about this uh, through Will. Okay, <clears throat> Will kind of filled me in that Bieber I didn't a new song see a coming. Title. All I saw was releasing song Thursday. I want yeah. you to post it. Post it immediately on Facebook when it drops. It's called Friends. Can't be as good okay. as Dennis Graham though. I believe. <laughs> Hell Man. no. If only man, imagine if they did a feature. Oh man, that, that should be in the works. Drake, I'm all, I'm all Drake, about Dennis that. and Bieber, man. In one I, song. I'm all about that. Well, hey, speaking of music, I have a song, a blast from the past for you, Glenn. Okay, my friend. Now, this, <clears throat> honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. This group, I don't know a tremendous amount about. Now, you will know the group. Okay. I know the group. We oh. know the group going up, but they didn't have a tremendous amount of hits. And then I think after their small run, they kind of disappeared. But I believe they're originally from Michigan. Okay. I believe they're originally. And now they now they live in, in, in Texas. Okay. They performed at Dallas Mavericks games. Really? Yes. But this group, I hope you know this song. Okay. I hope Mario... Hit it up. That great late 80s sound right there. This rose for the red? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. The Mac. We did a McDonald's commercial off of this. Feeling it? 
Mario's feeling it. That was cut. That was. Yeah. That was. And the thing about it, we didn't know much about them. Like they, the Mac band just kind of. They came and they went. They did. But they got a McDonald's commercial out of this. Really? They got a they had an urban McDonald's commercial because uh, basically because they were the Mac band, and it was happy. It was Rosa Red, Vice Blue, Happy Birthday, Big Mac. I love you. Damn right. Yeah. And so, they should have. So no, no, no respect. <laughs> And, and, and that was a happy meal. That <laughs> wait a minute. That commercial was it early nineties? I believe so. Wow. Yeah. So wow. if they didn't make their money off off of the music, let, let, let's hope they 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 made off off the the the, uh, <laughs> the restaurant industry. I want to go on record just to say two things. That beat is fire. It is straight fire. And two, I'm just I'm waiting for somebody to use that song as a sample. I'm waiting. It's such a weird era though like like that like that is a that is an r&b beat personified of, of, oh, yeah. of, of, of like 1980s no doubt like like it's like the instrumentation on that like i don't even know what that is like if i was to go into a studio and just say like it would take me me four hours to figure out the the, the, <laughs> the instruments that they were using in the 80s because like like it's just a sound like yeah. like and it was such a you know like i don't know like are those producers even like 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 every producer that made those style of beats got got a, a pink slip in 1994. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, you, right. You're no longer making beats anymore. <laughs> we, I'm sorry, we, we don't need you. Yeah, because I remember there was some dude that uh uh when um Al Green basically went religious and and went away, and then he came out with an album like in the maybe the late 90s that was kind of a returned like R and B that uh-huh. he, he wasn't making you know as strictly like 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 god fearing music and the dude said he he still had the tracks for him for for like in the 1970s that he made really so a couple of those songs like like still made it and and it wasn't wait a minute he still he wanted him to perform i mean record yeah i guess he was like one of al green's producers back in the day oh, and he still had those beats for him when al green decided to like 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 leave leave the the, the secular game and, and and get religious secular game and and that that's how it went down so he still had them joints and he he, he bust them out for a later album so you got you got to respect it now in fairness considering he had like like 30 years to to, <laughs> to be to be coming up with the production it should have been it should have been better but uh you know <laughs> not enough respect ha, have i ever told you my al green story no okay so this was i don't know how many years ago maybe Six or seven. I'm in Portland, Oregon. Mario, I'm with our friend Jamal Lucas. And uh, actually, Matt, Matt Tomamichael is with us. And the crew. So Jamal works for, for, for Brand Jordan Nike, and he um, got a chance to get free tickets to an Al Green concert at the casino in Portland. <laughs> and he was like, Meech, this is kind of. There's a casino in Portland? Yeah. I, mean, I got to go to Portland. It's so on the outside yeah. part. He said, okay. you know, this is a uh, he's like I can get these tickets. He's like I think this is more your your style. You you want to go? I'm like Al Green. I was like I'm in. Yeah. We drive all the way out to this casino. Did you show up with grits? Huh? No. I How dare you? <laughs> you you got a lot. Of, you got a lot of crust, Mario, to bring that up. But <laughs> we're speaking of the great man, the guy Al Green. So we get there, 
and this it, it is typical. I mean, the the, the age group of people, uh-huh. everyone's overdressed. Was it jam packed? It, it was jam packed. Are there enough black you, people in Portland to fill up Al Green concert? Well, I don't know where all the black folks came from, but they came out. But they came out. They I mean, showed, you, you had you had the you they had showed the, up and they showed out. They showed up, showed out. The, the, you, you got the the candy I hate apple. Say that. The candy apple drop top out front. The the, the ladies with the red outfits Damn with right. the with the high heels that are too high for their their weight class. Yeah, no longer no longer in shape. M- m- many of them. <laughs> well, so 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 we're there, and I say I said Glenn. I said listen. I, I um I said Jamal. Be sure to put we, me in stories that I actually didn't intend. <laughs> I said, Jamal, we, 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 we've got to sit front row for this one. Yeah. So we're in the front row. Oh, wow. You pull so, some strings. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're front row, and um, Al Green comes out, and, and, and every 50-year-old black woman rushes the stage, goes crazy, hand them flowers, throwing stuff at That's him. Right. He, he plays the crowd. He was great. Uh, Al Green put – on a show. He showed Great up and showed out. He showed up, <laughs> showed out. Concert's over. So Jamal, Matt and I, we actually meet up with a group of people we know there. We start partying at the ca- casino because they had a club in there. Okay. What's well, like 4 a.m.? Jamal has a meeting at Nike the next day at 7 a.m. Okay, you got to get back. So the, the, the guy we were with was a comedian – one of the guys we met up with uh-huh. at the casino, and they gave him a free room, and he said, "I'm not going to stay. Can they have it?" Yeah. So we basically took the room, went to sleep. <clears throat> so, long story short, we wake up 6 a.m. to get in the car to come back to or to go back to um, to Beaverton, mm-hmm. the campus. Jamal Matter downstairs. I'm getting my stuff together. I'm walking down the hallway. Who comes by? Getting on the elevator. Who comes hear, back? Hold the door. Hold the door. Got my head down. It's and Game I, of Thrones. I have my head down. I literally do not even look at the two people that get on the elevator. Door closes, and then all of a sudden I hear, this guy start just humming. And wow. I looked over, and I was like, Al Green. And he goes, no shit. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he said. And I'm like, Oh man, I said, still in love with you, brother. <laughs> I said I was at your concert. He said, "Oh, really?" I said, "Yeah, my dad is my dad turned me on to your music, blah blah blah." So we got off the elevator, and Al Green and I are laughing. Yeah. Talking getting off the elevator. And Matt and Jamal like look at each other. I said, "What what the f is this guy there?" <laughs> like, and Jamal goes, "Only Meech." And you know what I'm talking about? It, Jamal's just like, "Only Meech." And I'm like, "Al this is my this is my buddy Jamal and Matt. And they were like, "How do you know Al Green?" I was like, we "Go way back, <laughs> like three floors." <laughs> so I've like, been knowing him since level six, brother. <laughs> I was like, "Al, can we get a pic?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Super, super cool. You got to post Al Green. I, I've got him a post that for this podcast. I got, I got the I got the pic got with, Al, ready. with the Al Green ready to go. Well, Mario. Anything you want to add before in, in in next podcast? I do want to jump into preseason NFL football because I dislike preseason NFL football more than I dislike any preseason sporting events. Oh, uh, well, well, like there's others. There is. <laughs> I, mean, those- I, I dislike preseason NBA. Yeah, preseason NBA is pretty lame. 
All right, we're gonna get into that next next podcast. And All next right. next podcast. Okay. Glenn, you I me? got you. Okay. Just don't wear that shirt. Wait, wait, wait. You are gonna have his Credo yeah. gift card. Gift card. Twenty five. Twenty five. Man. If you don't, it goes up to thirty. Oh wow. No, I got it. Okay. Okay. But deal? It goes up up to thirty. Glenn, it's, it's two things I never do to you. I never lie to you, and I never cheat you. <laughs> <laughs> that means a lot. Hey, <laughs> on that note. Hey, on that note, thanks for listening to another episode of the No Further Comments Podcast. Hey, that's fine. I was going to say, cue that Mac band, but let that camera on ride. <laughs> hey, and that 300 club, Mario, we're going to have to do a Credo gift card for me if you don't reach that in two weeks. That a deal? I don't know if I, I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a deal. We gotta oh, think no. we gotta think of something. Maybe we can put that with the Michigan Florida game. Okay. Oh, the Michigan Florida game is gonna be that's we gotta do something with the score and with the, the lift. So like total combined points times seven. Can you can you lift can you lift <laughs> whatever whatever that is? Oh yeah, that's that's fine. Okay. You in Mario? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know because it might be a blowout like 35 to 7 or something like that. Okay, whatever. We'll figure course, it out. Whatever. We'll, we'll see. Just bring him his gift card next week. I got you. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the No Flip the Comments podcast. Love and happiness. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>